I remember distinctly a few years ago I heard the voice of Jesus calling me but I was afraid I really didn't feel worthy to accept his calling went around in circles for years and found myself right back at his feet here's a little song I wrote about that experience I pretended not to hear your voice calling me I didn't think that I was worthy to represent your name so I kept running I told myself you didn't need me but now I'm before you kneeling down in pain Lord you know I'm not the best of anything and you know just how often I have failed But if you still need me I promise I'll do The best I can Lord, I'll go Yes, Lord I will go Oh, Jesus If you still want me Yeah. 
Good morning, Father God. Good morning, Lord Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. And good morning, Headline. Brothers and sisters, um, I see we made it. I'm going to tell you something. This was one of the hardest that I've ever had to do in my life, in my whole life, in my whole 36 this year, coming in, years of ministering, a little one-day, 24-hour <laughs> fast was one of the hardest I, 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 that I, I, you know, really had to do. But I'm happy to say I almost made it. <laughs> I almost made it. Everything, and, and they were small things, small things. But I found out, I mean, God, God is awesome. He's just God. And I got the, I got the, I got the message. I got the message. And I'm going to share it in a minute. Can I get one testimony from somebody on the blog talk that, that feels like I felt? Like this fast, this, and I got to tell you something. I had to drink some water. I had to drink a little juice. That's why I said I almost made it. But I'm going to make it up. And, and the reason being, witches, <laughs> I had hired these people help me here at the church do some cleaning. And lo and behold, they came, the first time they came, they were all right. But I was ministering, delivering the first time they came. So I dealt with their demons too. Because you can't walk in here and I'm casting out demons and you not be affected. But this time when they came, the lady was trying to set me up, but I know it wasn't the lady, it was God, so that I would get this message right. And um, when they left, I had a power shortage in the fellowship. And we couldn't, I mean, we hunted and hunted. We called a power company. They came out. They said nothing wrong <clears throat> on the, our end. But I remembered that when the lady was here, and I had to pay her, I saw, because see, she was covered up all the other time. I saw all these tattoos on this lady. 
yet it's still, you know, she was confessing Christ and telling me, you know, how much she loved Jesus, blah, blah, blah. And do you know she tried to address the, the not the church, because I don't let them in here, other than the restroom. Basically, that's what I have them cleaning, the restrooms, and keeping them up. Look, she tried to put some of them witchcraft essential oils down in here. Man, I, 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 first God didn't let me see what it was. But I knew, I, I, felt, I felt it and I smelled it. And I said, what is it? It was, it was making me, it was making my, it was choking my neck. And uh, the Lord said, well, just drink you a little something. And uh, I'm going to show you. This woman tried to put some of them essential oils down in here. You know, them witchcraft essential oils. So I had to, I had to get out my ammonia and scrub everywhere. Well, ammonia is good, too, because it kills that COVID germ. But, I mean, I had to get down on my knees and scrub. And I finally got it out. But I, I had to drink something because I, I scrubbed it with pure ammonia because I didn't want it in here. So this morning, I find out that her daddy is a preacher around here. And I'm going to call her up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell her, come over here. And I'm going to tell her about her witchcraft stuff to her face. And I'm going to ask her if she want to repent. Because there's a there's a there's a call of God on the girl's life and I saw all that. But I I don't even know, I gotta know if she knows she practiced yeah, she Because the oil she put down was to make me a customer. Make me a customer of hers. But she just didn't know that I hate witchcraft and I and I hate witches. And um, they're not going to come up in here and steal nothing, meaning anointing or whatever you want to call it. No, whatever. You know what witches do. But look, so that's why I say I almost made it. I'm going to make it up this weekend again. Me, I am, because I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't fully complete it. So... That's what I'm telling you. It was really hard on this one because God withheld that that um, that info about that girl being a witch. Now think about this: if she's a witch, what is her daddy? And he got a big church over there in um, Chattanooga, Tennessee. To God be the glory. But I'm going to call her up today. I'm going to call her up early, too, because I know she has clients. And I bet she done dressed all their house. But see, God let her come here because he knew he was going to reveal it to me. And he knew I was going to call her up. I'm going to try to see her face to face. But if I can't, I'll do it over the phone. It don't matter. 
but it made me realize how many innocent people. Now, she got trucks and everything. How many innocent people are victim to witchcraft just because they may be senior citizens or just need a little help, one-time help, scrubbing? Can I get a testimony from one person over here on the blog talk? Give me your last four or call me and tell me you on the blog talk. I need a couple of testimonies. You know what? I need victory too. Because I left some ammonia and stuff getting in my chest stopped me. But I asked God for grace, and he knew about it. Okay, what's what's the last four on your number, Nadia? All right, I'm going to open it up right now. Okay, I see these two. I'm going to open it up. I need testimony of victory. Uh, let me find it. Ah, I got it right here. Nadia, your mic is open. Good morning. Good morning. Praise the Lord. I had a testimony after the fast yesterday, and it was very hard, even though it was only 24 hours. Um, But we made it through it, and... I got breakthrough actually yesterday because as soon as I woke up, I heard God say that I needed to clean. And I didn't know what that meant exactly because I said, well, everything looks clean. I'm not sure what that means. So I started, you know, I said, maybe I need to get rid of old stuff. So I was going through my stuff and he showed me that I had to go to my closet yesterday And I had kept these journals for years, um, since I was probably like a freshman. Mm -hmm. And um, at that time, we were just starting at those, like, other churches that we had just come out of. And if people don't know the testimony, we had came out of the churches and we were practicing witchcraft and we didn't know through them. Um. And I had kept them, and I never thought anything of it. But yesterday, God had told me that I had to get rid of it because I started going through it, and I said, oh, my goodness, this is just, like, craziness. There was, like, all the stuff that we had been going through, whether it was prayers that they had said and prayers that we were praying and we didn't know were witchcraft and um, just everything that we had experienced from there all the way till now, but God had told me that I had to get rid of them because it was like writing those prayers down was like witchcraft. And even though I hadn't like looked at them or anything like that, but keeping them there was like a form of, well, what I had thought of was when you had said that you had to get rid of that witch book from, um, I forgot who it was, but you said that you had to get rid of it. And that was what came to my mind. And I said, oh, God, oh, no. So I had to go repent. And I said, oh, my goodness, because 
like all that stuff that we didn't know, like the prayers against people's wills and we didn't know were wrong. That was like curses that I could have been putting on myself or, you know, God wasn't happy with that. And so after I took all of them and I threw all of them away and I repented, I felt like breakthrough and God had told me that that was like my through from the fast. And from that is what's going to help me, you know, move forward from that and be free from that. Thank you, God. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Um, Olita is on here, too. Uh, I'm going to open her up. Thank you, God. Thank you. Praise you, God. Thank you, Lord. That fast was very, very hard, and I always fail on the other fast. I always fail, but I said, Lord, I need to hear from you. I need your word to me from you, not seeking out nobody, just you. And I normally sit with patients that are quiet and and just so they don't fall out the bed, but they put me with a patient yesterday that had a mental problem. And she said to me, I have mental problems. I have mental problems and I have other problems. And she was highly educated and smart academics. And I'm saying, Lord, what did you put me in here today for? And I I started praying. And so I said, let me let her hear me sing. So I turned on my phone and I let her hear me sing his eyes on the sparrow. When she started listening to that song, she just hugged herself and cried and started thanking the Lord, thanking the Lord. And I'm hungry. I'm getting really hungry from dealing with her earlier. And I'm praying, Lord, just calm her down. She looked at me and said, I want to get in this bed. I'm tired. I said, okay. That was about 4 o'clock or 3.30. It was early. I put her in that bed. She went to sleep. And the lady came to give me my break. And the enemy said, go down to the cafeteria and get this. And I had to talk out loud to myself. I said, no, I will not. I'm going to hang in here because God is with me. God gives me strength to do this thing. And I went back to the room. That lady slept until it was time for me to get off. She didn't wake up until my quitting time. Glory be to God. And I was on my way home, and I am really hungry. And the enemy was saying, you know, you got that soup you made, that mushroom soup, and and you got this, and you got that. And I usually come in and do this and do that and get a snack. I came in, gave my cat a snack, and I came straight upstairs, and I started thanking the Lord. And I had been asking God for something particular. Glory to God. And when I got myself together and laid down in my bed, here comes the revelation. <laughs> Glory be to God. Glory to God. He, he it, and it, it was amazing to me because mm-hmm. I had never heard it like that before. When God mm-hmm. said, be fruitful, multiply, and replenish the earth, thought it meant have more children, more people. But no, that garden, 
that garden is supposed to grow. I'm a garden. I'm supposed to grow. It's supposed to reach wherever I go. It's supposed to make a difference because I feel like the time is coming when people are going to seek out the true believers because I feel like something is hoovering. I don't know. I don't know because it's Halloween time or what, but something is hoovering, and I'm just sticking to God. I'm learning to keep my mind on God. I'm learning to forget those things which are in the past. And I'm clinging. I'm pressing. I'm clinging. Glory to God, to God. And I thank God for this 24 fast. Our fast. This fast has done more for me than all the other ones that I failed on. Glory to God. I thank God for this. I thank God for this, uh, Dr. Erica. You you do some stuff sometimes that seems whatever, but it works. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you. Yes, hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you. Yes, I thank him. I thank him. I thank him. I thank him. He's keeping his word and everything he promised me. He's keeping his word. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Glory to God. Yes, 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 yes. I wanted to share my experience as well. And um, my experience, it was very hard. And I thought, I wonder why this one's so hard. Because the last time I remember testifying that when we did the 12-hour dry fast, um, the first time it was hard, but the second time it was a breeze. And I thought I could go longer. But God revealed a lot to me during this, oh, yes, this yes. time. Because what I what I Let's didn't want to admit was long term commitment. When I could do okay, six hour I could <clears> see <throat> the finish line. Oh, I can I can breathe, I can run, you know, first I'm jogging and then I can just like you know, sprint. But when it's long term, it just seems like, Whoa, this is <laughs> this is hard, this is hard and God was showing me that. Um, you know, again, putting those, taking those limits off myself and trusting in his ability because you told us, ask God to help you. And he was revealing a lot about myself during this time. And I thought, whoa, I, you know, I was even trying to talk myself out like, that's not you, God, that's me. I'm just going to push through this. And, you know, as, as it went on, I kept saying, what is going on, Lord? What, what's wrong with me? And I felt lethargic. I felt weak. Um, I actually had to sip four times and I said, Oh Lord, forgive me. You know, I, I just need this water. And the fourth time I just, I said, Lord, what is this? I need to know. And I started to play the scriptures audibly. And then I was just visually staying focused and I would have to go get some sun um, just to stay awake. And um, he revealed to me that, when I was part of these, like, you know, going along with Nadia was saying, it was interesting because we didn't know each one of our stories. But I remember that when I had went to that second um, witch coven, I had told them, I said, oh, I need, I drink, my family and I, we drink abnormal amounts of water, like abnormal, like constant gallons. And um, she said, one of the main witches had said, oh, don't worry, my family and I, Actually, the entire church, you're in great company because we are all that way. And she had this laugh about her. Why well, did not remember this um, conversation until 
I was like, Lord, why can't I just go? I don't even want food, but this water. I mean, of course, everybody gets thirsty, but my thirst was like almost like, I don't know, just abnormal. And God revealed that to me. And I said, Lord, oh, my goodness. So I just was breaking that. And then I bound up any, you know, spirits of a witch, which you had already taught me, and cast it out. And there was something that was causing my hand to be numb. And I thought it was because I slept wrong, but it had been going on for about maybe two weeks. And during this period, I cast that out, and it instantly left along with that um, abnormal, I don't know what it was, like a thirst, but it was a very strange, I can't really explain it because I'm still processing everything. But an, an hour after that, God revealed to me kindred spirits that were also linked to um, my obsession with my weight and not, uh, not ability to love myself, like just be okay. Like someone would look at me and, and just give me a compliment and I was not able to accept that because I had such um, low self-esteem and I didn't even love myself. And I kept saying, wait a minute. I know that, you know, Dr. Erica keeps teaching this and teaching this. And I know this and I have notes, but what is this Lord? And he was showing me like, you need to um, break agreement with this because you have really believed those lies. And again, just binding that up. And I just felt like such breakthrough. And I felt this, like my shoulders, they had um, just a burden had lifted. And then I just felt um, even the four times that I had to sip water, I just felt like I didn't feel that religious spirit on me because I felt so such condemnation, like, oh my goodness, I didn't, do, I messed up. I messed up. Oh Lord, for, you know, just, I don't know, just this, um, I, well, condemnation. And it mm-hmm. lifted and he said, now do you understand? And um, I said, well, I'm starting to. And I know that this was, it was late already. I, I mean, I didn't get all this until almost bedtime. And I said, okay, um, the hunger's not there. I'm just really thirsty. And that's when God said, now you can take a sip without that guilt and condemnation. And he wanted to show me that I had that. And I didn't, I couldn't see it until this fast. And I thank God, like sister Olita said, sometimes the things you tell us to do just seem way out there. But I know that God has had told you that to tell us because I thought 24 hours, but I thought of Jesus. I thought, Lord, if we are to be you know, imitating you and, and doing the things that you did here on earth. I mean, why would this be so ridiculous and hard? And that's when everything just started to come to me and I went to bed in ease and I just, I just thank God. I just thank God for that. And the witch book too. When Nadia shared that, I said, Arlie, come here, come here, Arlie. She said, what, what? And I said, listen to this. And when Nadia said it, God brought to my memory and then Arlie's mouth dropped. She said, oh, my goodness, I would have never thought that. Because I thought when you would say witch book, every witch has a witch book, that it was uh-huh. like a um, like a novel, like, you know, a publisher printed it or something. I, I don't know. In my mind, I thought that. I said, oh, no, I don't have that. I've never seen one of those. But when Nadia had her breakthrough, she said, mom. And I said, oh, my goodness, I'm going to go through mine because I have books prior. And I said, Lord. And then I started to think of some family members that if you look at some of their books, um, you can feel the spirits of chaos and confusion. And I went, oh, my gosh, I'm going to go through my stuff. 
and and it was like a purging and it was really really powerful and all of this was just last night it it didn't come until you know the day was already ending uh-huh. so i i just feel breakthrough came for me as well to god be the glory <clears throat> to god, to be, god the glory. be the glory um Minister Hood, Minister Hood, I'm going to open your mic. Minister Hood, your mic is open. Good morning, Dr. Erica. Good morning. And headline. Um, this period, this fast was the easiest fast I've had in a long time. Um, for some reason, every other fast is like, okay, I got really, really weak and had to give in, but... This fast for me was the easiest fast that I've had in a while. And what it helped me to do, this fast for me was uh, like a reflection of when, because when we first, when you first announced it, we started talking about all the things that happened in Exodus Mm -hmm. and the things that God did and how he revealed himself, especially to Moses. Mm-hmm. And this and this was one for me. It was a revealing of who God has been in my life, um, the testimonies and the things that I've endured. Um, it was a reflection for me. And he taught me during this fast not to be um, everything always about me. It was more mm-hmm. of a praying for, for other people and, you know, trying to, just come out of self mm-hmm. and stop asking for things for myself. It was more for other people, the people in the world, the things that we're going through, the thing that the the country is going through, things for the president, um, and where we are as a whole in the body of Christ, um, the pastors and ministers and the things that are happening, how revealing how we have become so far away from God. Mm-hmm. Um, and how, you know, the, the direction that the church is going in. And mm-hmm. it was more like here that we need to wake up. We mm-hmm. need to wake up from because back um, in the day, the church was a powerful thing. Yep. Um, and how we could move heaven and earth with the, the dunamis power that we had in the church. But we're we're not like that now. It's almost like we are afraid to use the the things that God has given us to over overcome the evil things of the world, to overcome the wiles of the devil. It's almost like we have become afraid and and we have hidden our faces. Uh oh. Uh oh. It's almost. Like that we are hiding, um, we're in exile. It's like, where is the church now? About to find out. <laughs> we, <laughs> we about to find out. <laughs> we, we about to find so, out. And I, in, I, I did not, I wasn't even tempted to drink anything oh. or eat. So, like I said, I can't believe it, but this was... Not as hard as I thought it was going to be because I've done a a dry fast in the past, and it was Mm so hard. But I think the the end part was I was, you know, beginning to get fatigued and tired and a little shaky. 
but I had to press through. Um, and I think that's what we all have to remember is to, it's the endurance. It's yep. um, press through, even when we're tempted, even when we're tried, even, you know, we have, we, we, we cannot forget the wiles of the devil. I mean, he's always there. He's busy, you know. Um, but it was like a wake up call for me where we were where we are in the body of Christ as a people. So it's more like interceding and praying for other people other than myself. Go ahead and beat me up, Ministerhood. Beat me up. Go ahead. <laughs> that is that was not my intention. <laughs> I can take it. <laughs> Praise God. But you know what? It just proves. It just proves that we are all believers and we are all in different places at different times. Yeah. And the Bible yeah. says that the strong bear the burdens of the weak. That's what it yeah. says. You know, sometimes you be on the mountaintop, sometimes you be in the valley, sometimes you be yeah. on the left hand field, sometimes you be climbing a hill. But it just proves yeah. that we all we all love Jesus, right? And we try and yes. get it. And there'll be times when the, those that are stronger have to bear the burdens for those that um, can't quite go all the way all the way to the excellence. But we get we all getting there. Yeah, we all get. And I, I'm glad. I'm this this blessing my soul. It blesses my soul to hear this from each of you. And and you know what? I got a blessing for you in a minute or two. I want to hear these testimonies. Because I got a word from the Lord. I got a word from the Lord. Um and he, and yeah, I got a word from the Lord. We'll talk about it shortly. But thank you for the testimony. Even though you want to beat me up, it's okay. Okay. <laughs> Please forgive me. Please forgive no, me. No, that was no, not no, my no. intention. I'm happy. You know I'm happy. I am happy because you know what? Ain't nobody perfect but Jesus. But if 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 you perfection in a state in which he calls, that means that his will was carried to anyway. Not my will, his will. Praise God, Marcia. And- Oh, are you mm-hmm. done? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, okay. Uh, Marcia? Yes, ma'am. Okay, Marcia, your mic is open. I'm here. Good morning. Dr. Good morning. Eric, I don't mean to beat you up either, but I, I oh, love the fact. Oh, Jesus. Mini <laughs> I got a pair of mini God, it was it was easy for me. not easy, but it was like the best one I've been on. And I actually didn't even drink water till this morning, uh, right before the show. I was like, "Oh, thank you, Jesus." <laughs> that's okay. Um, but it's everything, Ministerhood. I believe that that's just confirmation because it was exactly what she's saying. It's exactly what I felt. It was more prayers for other people than taking my eyes off. Myself, because God already knew the things I needed, and my family needs, and 
and pray, but it was more like prayers for people that I know, prayers for the world, prayers for the body of Christ. Um, it was those kind of. It was a lot of. Um, I did a lot of um, um, worship by myself, just clapping my hands and singing all day long. Um, I had the house to myself, so that was a blessing. Thank you, God. Yeah, my husband right. had to go to work, and the kids were gone, so I, most of the day I was by myself. And um, <clears throat> so it was good. And I, even before this started, I had been walking with a friend, and she was telling me that her son wasn't sleeping well. So Saturday, I went to her house, and the Lord just had me go to her house and just show her the things we know to do in faith, like get out her oil and pray in parts of the house and just get things out of the house. Um, the Lord told me, like, if she had any owls or um, things that people use and don't even realize, owls and turtles and all kind of thing, get that kind of stuff out of the house. And her son, who's four years old, even had, like, a wand thing. I was like, you need to get that out of your house. Anyway, she sent me an crazy report yesterday and said he's been sleeping through the night, no bad dreams or anything or waking up since she's gone through her house and cleansed it. So I'm like, amen, stay with that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. But um, one of the revelations I also had on this fast was, um, you know, back in the Old Testament days when they used to burn the animals and stuff and they would die, the savor of the fat of the animal was God liked that. He liked the smell of fat, right? This was like when, you, when you're fasting, all of us, when we're all fasting, he sits up high and he sees that and he smells that. Our bodies are physically burning fat, too. So he likes that aroma of us sacrificing, um, not 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 eating and and just and drawing close to him and you draw nigh to him and you draw close to you. So what, our bodies are physically burning fat and he smells that and he's like, that's my daughter, that's my son, that's my child sacrificing, on for you know for others. So that was my little revelation. I hope that makes oh, sense. That was good. The fat burning fast. <laughs> yes. I, but I, it's, yeah. it's, it's the same with spiritually, you know, we're, yeah. we're burning and we're sacrificing and he likes that. It's like, okay, I'm going to work on what, you know, but that's how I can reiterate it. He's working was, now. He's working that, through that, it. That is really good. That's good. But otherwise, I I feel like the Lord wants me to continue. So today I'm continuing with just water uh, for some things. So I'm going on. And uh, I'm just gonna have water today, uh, and keep and keep going on uh, some things I need to keep praying for. Okay. I feel like I had the breakthrough physically, so thank you, Jesus, and I thank you, uh, Dr. Erica, for calling it because it needed to be called. It needed to be done. The Lord called it. Remember, the Lord called amen. it. Well, thank thank you. you for being obedient, telling us. <laughs> yeah, amen. Thank you for beating me up, Marcia. I love you. I love you. I'm not beating you up. It's a light touch. <laughs> Praise God. Melinda. Okay, sister. Okay. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Praise God. Good morning, Dr. Erica. Good morning, Ted Line. Uh, this was one of the easiest fasts for me, really. I oh, thank God. Sit, um, I thank God for calling this fast. 
I needed this fast, and this fast was really not for me. I was fasting basically for my family, really, and for other people. Um, my sister came down with COVID, and all her, she's doing better, all her family. It happened at her 75th birthday. All my nieces and nephews had to be quarantined for 14 days. But I thank God that everyone is negative and they're doing well. I, I just have praises, praises, and thank, be so thankful for him. In terms of me, I need to get closer to him. I need to praise him more because he has done so much for me. One of the things that I need to mention about this fast, that I'm diabetic and hypertensive, in the entire day I took no insulin, I took no blood pressure medications, and my vital signs are stable. All I did is praise him, glorify him, listen to his word, shut in, I didn't answer the phone. I knew my family was kind because I live by myself, was worried about me. At like minutes to 12, I told my sister, I'm okay, I'm okay, because she continued to call. Uh-huh. I just have to praise God and thank you, and I thank God for Ted Line. Uh-huh. What I did yesterday also, the Ted Line services that I missed, I went back and listened and praised him and glorify his name. I need to get closer to God in spirit and in truth. I need to walk closer with him because he has been so good to me. He has been so, so good to me. That is my testimony. So it was a victorious fast for me, a victory, victory, victorious fast for me. I'm getting closer to my family also, which is great, which is God is intervening in that from the generational curse that we all are suffering from. And I just want to thank God. I want to thank you, Dr. Erica. And I just want to thank Ted Line, my brothers and sisters on Ted Line. Thank you. Thank God. Thank God for you, sister. Thank God for your faithfulness. I'm telling you, ever since you came on here, you've been really faithful. I, 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 I was. I was. Brothers and sisters, I gotta I gotta cut it off or I'm already too late. But I got a wonderful message and, and as you were talking, God said I passed the test. And so I was listening to you and I said, What test? He said, You ain't have no he said, You told the truth. I said, Yeah. Yeah, God, I, I cannot put my anointing in jeopardy, but something stupid to me, you know. Let's go back to Eden, y'all. Listen, Eden is kingdom, and Eden mindset is a kingdom mindset. Let me hear ya. Where my Eden citizens at? Where my Eden citizens at? Where you at? Let me see you do your hands like this. Come on, let me hear you, let me hear you. Put your hands together like this. Come on. Here we go. When God made man, he made a spirit. It was his plan that we live blessed. The tempter came. 
Blessing is on you. 
it'd be a good idea if you got some uh, a pen and a paper if you can. I got something to share with you. If you can get a hold to a pen and a piece of paper, it would be a good idea. I thank you. I thank each and every one of you for your victorious testimonies. You see, all of us are at different levels in our walk with God. And just like that song I played by Donald Lawrence, it says, it's time to live on top of the world. Yay, you got that? Live on top of the world. I have something this morning from the fast, and um, I hope you got what you personally needed from the fast already. But what I have for you um, this morning, is um, an impartation. I'm going to be coming from Jessica. If you can post all of Genesis 32. Genesis 32. God is so awesome. You only need to take notes at the point where I tell you. I mean, unless you want to take some other notes, but this is the message. I'm going over time. It's probably going to take me an hour to go through this. So this is the hour deadline where there was no deadline. But this is the carryover. And the Lord wants me to get this out today as a blessing from the deadline fast. Genesis 32, I'm going to be reading this morning from the Amplified uh, Bible and the little bit from the uh, Living and basically the King James Amplified. And once I start, I'm not going to stop. Jose, I'm going to take a, 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 about a three two-minute, three-minute break because I want you to break this up into two segments on the um, on the YouTube, okay? So I'm going to start. The, the title that God gave me is you, you, whatever he gives you, and then I'm, I'll tell you in the end the title. Genesis 32. Genesis 32, the Amplified Bible Classic Edition. Then Jacob went on his way, and God's angels met him. When Jacob saw them, he said, this is God's army. So he named that place Mahanan, meaning two armies. And Jacob sent messengers before him to Esau, his brother, in the land of Seir, the country of Edom, 
And he commanded them, Say this to my lord Esau. Your servant Jacob says this. I have been living temporarily with Laban and have stayed there till now. And I have oxen, donkeys, flocks, men servants, and women servants. And I have sent to tell my Lord that I may find mercy and kindness in your sight. Then Jacob prayed, O God of Abraham, my father, and of my father Isaac, O Jehovah, who told me to return to the land of my relatives and said that you would do me good. I am not worthy of the least of all your loving kindnesses shown me again and again, just as you promised me. But when I left, when I left home, get this, I own nothing except a walking stick. And now I am two armies. Oh, Lord, please deliver me from destruction at the hand of my brother Esau. For I am frightened, terribly afraid that he is coming to kill me and these mothers and my children. But you promised to do me good and to multiply my descendants until they become as the sand along the shores, too many to count. You got to work with me because I, 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 got my, I, got, I got this all typed up in hard copy. So I'm, I'm reading it from my binder. And the messengers returned to Jacob saying, <clears throat> we came to your brother Esau. And now he is on the way to meet you. 400 men are with him. Then Jacob was greatly afraid and distressed. And he divided the people who were with him and the flocks and herds and camels into two groups thinking, if Esau comes to the one group and smites it, then the other group which is left will escape. Jacob said, O God of my father Abraham and God of my father Isaac, the Lord who said to me, return to your country and to your people, and I will do you good. I am not worthy of the least of all the mercy and loving kindness and all the faithfulness which you have shown to your servant. For with only my staff, I passed over this Jordan long ago, and now I have become two companies. Deliver me, I pray you, from the hand of my brother, from the hand of Esau, for I fear him. <clears throat> Excuse me. Least he come and smite us all, the mothers with the children. And you said, I will surely do you good and make your descendants as the sand of the sea, which cannot be numbered for multitude. And Jacob lodged there. 
that night and took from what he had with him as a present for his brother Esau. Get this. And took from what he had with him as a present for his brother Esau. 200 she-goats, 20 he-goats, 20 ewes, 20 rams, 30 milk cow camels with their coats, 40 cows, 10 bulls, 20 she-donkeys, and 10 donkey coats. And he put them into the charge of his servants, every drove by itself, and said to his servants, pass over before me and put a space between drove and drove. And he commanded the first, when Esau, my brother, meets you, and as to whom you belong, where you are going, and whose are the animals before you, then you shall say, they are your servant Jacob's. It is a present <clears throat> sent to my Lord Esau, and moreover, behind us. And so he commanded the second and the third and all that followed the drove, saying, this is what you are to say to Esau when you meet him. And say, moreover, your servant Jacob is behind us. For he said, I will appease him with the present that goes before me. And afterward, I will see his face. Perhaps he will accept me. So the present went on before him. <clears throat> and he himself lodged that night in the camp. Jacob was scared, very scared, panicked. He divided his people, sheep, cattle, and camels into two camps. He thought, if Esau comes on the first camp and attacks it, the other camp has a chance to get away. And then Jacob prayed. This is Jacob's prayer. Straight out the Bible. God of my father Abraham, God of my father Isaac, God who told me, go back to your parents' homeland, and I'll treat you well. I don't deserve all the love and loyalty you've shown me. When I left here and crossed the Jordan, I only had the clothes on my back. And now look at me. Two camps. Save me, please, from the violence of my brother, my angry brother. I'm afraid he'll come and attack us all, me, the mothers, and the children. You yourself said, I will treat you well, talking to God. I'll make your descendants like the sands of the sea. Far too many to count. The Bible says, he slept the night there. Then he prepared a present for his brother Esau from his possession. 200 female goats, 20 male goats, 200 ewes and 20 rams, 30 camels with their nursing young, 40 cows, 10 bulls, 20 female donkeys and 10 male donkeys. He put a servant in charge of each herd and said, Go ahead of me. 
and keep a healthy space between each herd. Then he instructed the first one out. When my brother Esau comes close and asks, who is your master? Where are you going? Who owns these? Answer him like this. Your servant Jacob. They are a gift to my master Esau. He's on his way. He gave the same instructions to the second servant and to the third. To each in turn as they set out with their herds. Say, your servant Jacob is on his way behind us, he thought. I will soften him up with the succession of gifts. <clears throat> then when he sees me face to face, maybe he'll be glad to welcome me. So, post this in the chat room. Went before him while he settled down for the night in the camp. Just post and write on your paper. His gift went before him. His gift went before him. His gift went before him. You got that? No, not gift, Jennifer. Plural. Gift. Plural. More than one gift. For him. Verse 22. But he rose up that same night and took his two wives, his two women servants, his 11 sons, and passed over the ford of the Jebok, and he took them and sent them across the brook also. Look at this. He sent over all that he had, and Jacob was left alone. And a man wrestled with him until daybreak. And when the man saw that he did not prevail against Jacob, he touched the hollow of his thigh. And Jacob's thigh was put out of joint as he wrestled with him. The man said, let me go. For day is breaking. But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you declare a blessing upon me. Again, he said, let me go. For day is breaking. Jacob said, I don't care what you say. I will not let you go unless you bless me or declare a blessing upon me. The man asked Jacob, what is your name? And the scripture says, and in shock, a realization. Jacob was so ashamed of his name that he whispered. He said, Jacob, supplanter, Jacob, schemer, J 
Jacob, trickster, Jacob, swindler. Hallelujah. And he says, your name shall be called no more Jacob, no more supplanter, no more trickster. He said, but your new name is Israel, contender with God, for you have contended and have power with God and with men and have prevailed. Then Jacob asked them, tell me, I pray you, what, in contrast, is your name? But he said, why is it that you ask my name? Now look at here. And the angel of God declared a blessing on Jacob there. You see, when the angel of God asked Jacob his name, his name represented his character. His name represented the man that he had been and the man that he was at that moment. But God was getting ready to change his character. God was getting ready to change his nature. And God began the whole work by changing his name. No longer would he have to whisper his name. The angel of God said, your name shall be called no more Jacob, the planter. But your name, your nature, your character is now Israel, contender with God. For you have contended and have power with God and with men and have prevailed. Brothers and sisters, the angel of God declared a blessing on Jacob there. And Jacob called the name of that place Peniel, the face of God saying, for I have seen God face to face and my life is spared and not snatched away. The Bible says, and as he passed, Peniel, the sun rose upon him, and he was limping because of his fast. Jacob said, the Bible says, that he renamed the place where he was, and he said, God lives here. Now, it was the same place that he had wrestled. This is the same place where fire had been thrown out of whack and where he was going to have a limp for the rest of his life. But he said, God lives here. 
and he named the place. He named the place God's territory. If you recall, you know the story. Well, Esau and Jacob came together. But this is what Esau said to his brother Jacob in Genesis 31, 29. He said, it is in my power. It is in my power to do you harm. But the God of your father spoke to me last night saying, be careful that you do not speak from good to bad to Jacob. Meaning peaceably and then violently. Jacob renamed that place, God's territory. All of what we just read took place by supernatural manifestation of the power of God. But God displays his power in many different ways. In Exodus 32, 11, it says about Moses, brothers and sisters, it says Moses besought God. Moses said, why does your wrath blaze hot against your people, whom you have brought forth out of the land of Egypt with great power and a mighty hand? Over there in 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 20, it says, <clears throat> he said, bring me a new bowl and put salt, the symbol of God's purifying power in it. It says, and they brought it to him. Then again in 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 21, it says, but he said, bring meal as a symbol of God's healing power. <clears throat> and the prophet cast it into the pot and said, pour it out for the people that they may eat. Then there was no harm in the pot. Second Chronicles 6 and 41 says, So now arise, O Lord, God, and come into your resting place, you and the ark of your strength and power. I said, you and the ark of your strength and power. Let your priests, O Lord God, be clothed with salvation and let your saints, your zealous ones, rejoice in good and in your goodness. Second Chronicles chapter 20 verse 6 says, O Lord God of our fathers, 
Are you not in heaven? And do you not rule over all the kingdoms of the nations? In your hand are power and might so that none is able to withstand you. Brothers and sisters, in Second Chronicles 25 and 8, for if you go in spite of warnings, no matter how strong you are for battle, God will cast you down before the enemy, for God has power to help and to cast down. Jacob declared, when he met the angel of God, he said, when he wrestled, when he wrestled and got smitten on his hip, the Bible says, Jacob declared, God lives here. And the Bible declares that Jacob named the place God's territory. I want to make a note of something. When Jacob prayed to God, who had told him to return to the land of his relatives, he said, I'm not worthy of the least of all of your loving kindnesses shown to me again and again, just as you promised me. Look what he said. For when I left home, I owned nothing except a walking stick. And now I am two armies. You promised to do me good. You promised to multiply my descendants. Brothers and sisters, I want to share this with you this morning. God has not changed. God anointed Jesus for us to be enabled to be brought into his kingdom. God anointed and enabled Jesus for us. Acts chapter 10, verse 38. How God anointed and consecrated Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with strength and ability and power. How Jesus went about doing good and in particular curing all who were harassed and oppressed by the power of the devil. It says, for God was with Jesus. Jesus, having ascended into heaven, sitting on the right hand of the power of God, Jesus sent God's own Holy Spirit back to anoint you and I with himself. Can you post this in the chat room about 12 times? God has not changed. 
God sent Jesus. And Jesus sent God's own Holy Spirit back to anoint you, to anoint me with himself. Brothers and sisters, then God sent his disciples out. The Bible says God sent his disciples into every town and into every place where he himself was about to come. Do you hear me? God sent his disciples anointed by his son Jesus filled with himself his own Holy Spirit into every town and into every place where he was about to come. And he said to them, the harvest indeed is abundant. There is much ripe grain, but the farm hands are few. Pray, therefore, the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. He said, in the sending pattern of God, in the sending pattern, by his own Holy Ghost, I send you out like lambs into the midst of wolves. Carry no purse. No provision, no bag, no change of sandal. Refrain from retarding your journey by saluting and wishing anyone well along the way. He said, whatever house you enter, first say peace. Peace to this household. Freedom from all the distresses that result from sin, be with this family. And if anyone worthy of peace and blessedness is there, the peace and blessedness you wish shall come upon him. But if not, shall come back to you. I said, the scripture said, Anyone rejecting the peace and the blessedness that God sends you to bring, if they reject it, if they don't want it to come upon them, it shall come back to you. He said, stay on in the same house eating and drinking, for the laborer is worthy of his wages. It says, do not keep moving from house to house. It says, whenever you go into a town, a place, and they receive and accept and welcome you, eat what is set before you. Heal the sick in it. 
and say to them, the kingdom of God has come close to you. But whenever you go into a town, a house, a place, and they do not receive you and accept and welcome you, go out into its streets and say, even the dust of your town that clings to our feet, we're wiping off against you. Yet no one understands this. The kingdom of God has come near you. Brothers and sisters, the scripture says, he who hears and heeds you, disciples, hears and heeds me. And he who slights and rejects you, disciples, slights and rejects me. And he who will slight and reject me, slights and rejects him who sent me. The disciples went and they came back to Jesus with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And Jesus said to them, I saw Satan falling like a lightning flash from heaven. But look at this. I have given you authority and power. I have given you. I have given you authority and power to trample upon serpents and scorpions and physical and mental strength and ability. I have given you physical, mental, spiritual strength and ability over all the power the enemy possesses. Over all the power all that the enemy possesses and nothing shall in any way harm you. Don't rejoice at this. This is normal for you. This is supernaturally natural for you. That the spirits are subject to you. But I want you to rejoice that your names are enrolled in heaven. Brothers and sisters, the Bible goes on to say, Jesus said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have concealed these things relating to salvation from the wise and understanding from the learned and that you have revealed them to babes. 
the childish, unskilled, and untaught. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will and choice and good pleasure. All things have been given over into Jesus' power. And Jesus has transferred them into our power by the power of God's own Holy Spirit. He said, no one knows who the Son is except the Father, or who the Father is except the Son and anyone to whom the Son may choose to reveal and make him known. The Bible says, then Jesus turned to his disciples. Jesus is turning to you this morning. And he says, blessed, happy, envy are those whose eyes See what you see. For I tell you that many prophets and kings long to see what you see. And they didn't see it. And to hear what you hear. And they didn't hear it. The Bible says a certain lawyer arose to try to test and tempt Jesus, saying, Teacher, what am I to do to inherit everlasting life, to enable me to partake of eternal salvation in the Messiah's kingdom? And Jesus said to him, What is it written in the law? And he replied, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself. Jesus said you have answered correctly. Do this and you will live. Enjoy active, blessed, endless life in the kingdom of God. I repeat, Jesus said, do this and you will live. Enjoy active, blessed, endless life in the kingdom of God. The lawyer asked Jesus, and who? is my neighbor. Jesus went on to describe to him about the man on the Jericho road. But he put emphasis on the certain Samaritan who got down out of his own way and he was moved with pity and sympathy 
a certain Samaritan who dressed his wounds, set him on his own horse, took him to a hotel, and took care of him. And the next day he left money for the innkeeper to take care of him. And he told him, if I didn't give you enough when I come back, I'll pay for it. So then Jesus said, which, which, or what? He went out and explained to him that the one who showed pity and mercy, pity and mercy to his fellow sufferer, proved himself a neighbor. Jesus sent God's own Holy Spirit back to anoint you and I with himself. I said, Jesus sent God's own Holy Spirit back to anoint you and I with himself. This morning, I want to impart to you something you already should understand and know. You to do anything. It is to build on what you already have. You see, Jacob said, God lives here. And God wants me to reassure you. Take your right hand and place it over your own heart. Take your right hand and place it over your heart. And I want you to say, I want you to speak to your body. I want you to speak to your soul and your spirit, which already knows the truth, is going to come into alignment with the will of God this morning. I want you to say, God lives here now. Did you hear me? Where your head is, I want you to say, God lives here now. And I want you to say, I, whatever your name is, I, Erica, I, Joseph, have become God's territory. Did you hear me this morning? I want you to declare to the devil and to the world, God lives here now. I have become God's territory. Yay! Yay! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! God lives.
become God's territory. And let's go back to Eden and live on top of the world. Listen, Eden is kingdom. And Eden mindset is a kingdom mindset. Let me hear ya. Where my Eden citizens at? Where my Eden citizens at? Where you at? Let me see you do your hands like this. Come on, let me hear you, let me hear you. Put your hands together like this. Come on. Here we go. When God made man, he made us feel it. It was his plan that we live blessed. The tempter came. We were distracted. The tempter came, and we fell. We were deemed to live a life that's simple, a life that's full, a life that's rich and simple. It is my goal to remind you of this principle. We redeemed a new one. Blessing is on you. 
worthy to be praised. 